Opinions and views expressed in this program do not reflect those of KUCI, its management, or the UC Board of Regents. To find out more about this talk show or other talk shows broadcasting on KUCI, log on to our website at KUCI.org or check out the latest program guide. Good morning. You're listening to KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine, California, streaming online at KUCI.org and podcasting on iTunes. Welcome to Fighting for Love. This show will help you turn conflict into collaboration in all your relationships. I'm Lloyd, the show's engineer, and your host is Mari Frank, an attorney mediator since 1985. She's a mediator for the Orange County Superior Court Civil Mediation Panel. Mari's a professor of negotiations and conflict management and has been a certified student state bar trainer for over 25 years. To learn more about the show and our great guests, please visit ConflictHealing.com. Mari, what's your show about this morning? Well, Lloyd, today our show is about the blend of psychology and astrology. And it really relates to fighting for love because we talk about fighting for love is really fighting for love for yourself and fighting against anything that gets in the way of you having that loving, compassionate feeling for yourself. For once you have that feeling for yourself, you can be loving to others. And I am so excited because I have a friend who wrote this wonderful book, Images of Soul, Reimagining Astrology by Hadley Fitzgerald and Judith Hart. And Hadley has been in my life for many, many years. Uh, She's a fellow Sagittarius like me. And I have gone to her myself as a, you know, as a psychologist, astrologist. And I have also sent my daughter and friends. And they have all been fascinated with what they've learned about themselves with the wonderful, wonderful skills and talents and insights that Hadley has. So let me tell you a little bit about him, about her. Hadley is, Hadley Fitzgerald has a master's degree and an LMFT. Hadley has been a licensed psychotherapist for 35 years, and she also is a professional astrologer, which she's been for four decades, and she has clientele worldwide. She also provides astrological consultations for other psychotherapists and colleagues in various professions to help them enhance their work with their clients. She has degrees from UCLA and the California Family Study Center, which is now the Phillips Graduate Institute, a certificate of training in eco-psychology from the Institute for Cultural Change, and she is a third certified tarot, tarot, therapy, therapy. Thank you, practitioner like tarot, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and she's a cl- clinical member of the California Association of Marriage and Family Therapists and the Depth Psychology Alliance. In 2016, she taught a year-long webinar course in family systems therapy, astrology, and the archetypal. Imagery to 40 postgraduate students in Beijing, China. And her two years as a jury selection consultant in civil court trials years ago became the genesis of her interest in holistic law and mediation, which is how I actually met her. 
and she is co-author with Judith Hart of Images of the Soul that I told you that I've so enjoyed reading. And she is also the author of the Psychological Astrology section of The Under One Sky by Raphael Nasser, ED by Jody Forrest, um, and also Hadley maintains a private therapeutic practice and astrological consulting practice in the Sherman Oaks area of Los Angeles. You can find out more about her at conflicthealing.com where we show her beautiful face, JPEG of her book, and we link to her website at Hadley Fitzgerald, that's H-A-D-L-E-Y, Fitzgerald, F-I-T-Z-G-E-R-A-L-D.com. And you will just love to hear what she has to tell us. We're so excited to have you, Hadley. Thank you so much for joining us. Well, I'm so happy to be here, and I'm so happy to hear your voice and to be able to talk about this subject that I love so much. Oh, and you are an expert at this. So let's find out how it is that you even got involved in astrology. Well, that's, um, I'll try to shorten that answer as much as I can. I, I, when I was at UCLA, I, my plan was, I was an English major, and I, my plan was to be a Shakespearean scholar when all was said and done after doing time as an English teacher and so forth. And um, I was at uh, the house of some friends of my uh, new husband uh, at the time. They had just returned from Hong Kong. I had a brief conversation with the woman uh, the wife, and she um, said the greatest thing about the work they had been doing in Hong Kong, they were working on a film, uh, was she had her horoscope done by an American astrologer who lived there. Hmm. And the minute I heard the word horoscope, I, I swear, something in me said, oh, that's what I'm supposed to do. <laughs> and I had just taken my last final exam at UCLA, and my husband and I had been through three years of me working full-time and with the kids and the thing and the and um, and I just I, it 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 really literally dropped into my a download there was a mm-hmm. download into my psyche and uh, all the original career plans and all the rigorous educational preparation that I had poured heart and soul into that was gone and I began my studies uh, two days later I, I found some place to go and, and begin to study spent a whole year learning how not to do it. <laughs> Because back in those days, it was that old fatalistic, predictive, non-psychological material, and I just kept thinking, this can't be it, this can't be it, this can't be it. And then a year later, I found uh, people who would eventually mentor me in, in the psychological field, and, and I said, oh, that's it. Wow. And that's where I went. It's amazing. Yeah. So, so exactly how did you decide to kind of blend those two professions? You've, you've actually been an astrologer longer than a therapist. So. Yes. Well, I, I, it, it really it began. To, it, it, there was another triggering day. I was sitting with a client doing an astrological, uh, astrological consultation. And I, I, I really don't, you know, this decades later, I don't remember what it was I saw in the chart, but I saw something, and I said something to her, and, um, she, it, it, and, it, and it startled me, and it startled her, and I, I, I heard my, in my side, thought, where did that come from? And she burst into tears, and I froze, and I was wondering what to do next. And, and what became apparent to me at that moment is I had stepped into the world of our consultation, and at this point, I was not qualified to move around in that world. Mm-hmm. I wasn't qualified ethically. I didn't have the skills. 
so I thought, oh, I've got to get a list of therapists to send people to. And uh, I did that immediately. And then from that, I thought, well, how do I know how therapists are even going to treat these issues or deal with these issues? These are just names I had of people. And there was a moment in my office one day, I remember spinning around in my desk chair looking at the back wall and saying, uh, I think I need to put these two things together and that I think this is the wave of the future in psychology. Mm -hmm. It just felt like it's the wave of the future and whether I live to see it happen or not. I mean, I really saw it as something that maybe would never be accepted in the world in my lifetime, but I just knew I had to do that. So I had to go back to school to get my master's degree. And uh, it cost me my marriage. It cost me uh, relatives who said I was doing the work of the devil oh, and, and all of that stuff because I was, you know, I was raised Irish Catholic and you know how that goes. <laughs> And, um, and but I just uh, had to do it, and and um, and so in the past, you know, fifteen years, really, in in, in this very concentrated way, um, basically, my clients come to me because I do both of these things. I mean, I do straight on psychotherapy, and but I have the astrological underpinnings if someone's interested. And then when I do an astrological consultation, I have a psychological background, a therapeutic background that I can address these deeper issues. Well, I think that's so beautiful because, you know, when we we find out something about, you know, how we fit into the universe and all, all these things... There's there's so many things in our psyche that could get in the way of us fulfilling our purpose and our destiny. Yes. So blending those two together makes so much sense. And I remember mm-hmm. when I sent my daughter to you, she was just in awe. It made so much sense to her mm. how just blending those two. And I felt that way from the beginning, but I didn't want to say anything to her because, you know, mother can't tell a daughter anything. So. You betcha. <laughs> you betcha. And, and you know what it does, what I've seen, too, Mari, over the years is, is that you know, nobody who sits in, uh, in, in my office falls off the couch in astonishment that, I, that, that discovering something they never knew uh, about themselves. Is, it's, it's more of, oh, so I'm not crazy. You yeah. know? So I, that is me, that, that deeper layer of me, those deeper layers of me really are me I, I, you know, all my life. And I can, one of the things I can do astrologically, uh, all astrologers can do, they just you know, might not be interested in doing it, but I can see um, two and three generations back in, in a chart what, what this person imprinted on. So I can talk about someone's mother and grandmother and grandfather and how that lineage in terms of the larger family system has been inherited and may be something now that really needs to be worked on or wrestled with or integrated from another perspective, you know. Right, and maybe finally mm-hmm. let go. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, I know, I, I think that really, when I came to you, I think that was something for me to, you know, all these abandonment mm-hmm. issues from from yeah. me and my grandma and my grandma's grandma and, and everybody else. So I think that was real, real helpful for me to see that, that I could break that pattern and how I yeah. could break that pattern. And you're not fated to have it for the rest of your life you know it's not that's the old model of astrology too you know as you're a this you're a that you'll never do this because you're that and you'll right. have this and that won't happen that is not how i work that's not how good psychological or archetypal astrology works uh at all you know i i found such resonance with your book fighting for love because that fight you know uh 
I believe is, is, is it's the struggle for wholeness. Right. And, and so when we spell love backwards, we get the first two syllables of evolve. Mm. Or the first two, you know, the right. first four letters of evolve. Right, right. And, 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 and so our own growth and our own evolution are more advanced by our participation in relationships, in loving relationships. And so w- w- what we have in all relationships, business, professional, all, all the people you deal with in, in, in your field, um, we have individuals. So individual means to be undivided. So, but the reason to be undivided inside yourself is so that you can give the world your gifts. Right. And astrology then is a symbol system. It's not about, you know, predictions and are you going to inherit a million dollars and all that stuff. I mean, there are people who do that work, but that... that, that you've got to do your inner work to invite the outer fortune, <laughs> right. the outer good fortune, too, you know. <laughs> yeah. and, and so astrology is a symbol system. It gives us a language and, and gives us access to a particular world. So when we look at these astrological symbols, each describing some kind of energy, a particular kind of energy, a particular kind of intelligence in each of us, if you will, we each have these, and then we look at the chart, and it says, okay, these various parts of you, these various intelligences, um, these over here are working just, they work really well, and they, 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 do, they dance together nicely. These other parts here, these other dimensions of you, here's, here's where your mind and your heart battle with each other, and here's how they tend to battle, and here's the venue in which they, they tend to battle. And so that, like, your work involves dealing with conflict. Right. And you and I know that if you want people to get nothing done but conflict, then they have to be convinced there's only one side or one aspect to something. Right. And they are on that side. Mm-hmm. And so that means we strengthen whatever we oppose or we are, you know, violent. And so we need a third view, a third point, a unifying story. Right, right. That brings all, all the people involved together, both the people involved brings them to some kind of resolution, and, and astrology, I think, offers quite an advantage yeah. in, in that regard. You know, if you, but, and, and you, you know, your work says if you can get as whole as possible inside yourself, you can be more whole in your relationships, and conflicts look different. Right, then. right, right. And, and I, I, I wonder, you and I were talking before the show started about how there's still skeptics out there who <laughs> think that, you know, this is nutty stuff. And, yeah. and so, you know, after all these years of being an astrologer and therapist and blending all of this, you know, are, of, of what kinds of tendencies we have with the ability to make choices and choices that are healthy for us. Mm. Um, what do you say to all these skeptics? Well, my first plea would be to anybody who says, oh, this is nonsense, you know, this is ridiculous, it's not scientific, blah, blah, blah. Is, is, uh, my first question would be, is, have you ever had a chart done, a reading, a thorough psychological, archetypal, depth psychological, or whatever you want to call it, reading by an, a, comp- a competent, experienced astrologer? Have you, as a scientist, tested that yourself? Because if you're a scientist, you, you go and say, show me the evidence. And it's not about some, you know, putting a bunch of people in a room and having them look at charts and predicting stuff. It, that, it's, it doesn't work that way. But, but my, my, my thing to the, the skeptics is, okay, there's, there's, we all have a DNA. We've got a DNA that we understand physically. There's also a DNA that's a deeper or divine natal agenda in us, DNA. Mm-hmm. And, and so what, is, what are, what are modern, modern physicists showing us? They're showing us that there is a larger process out there. 
physics itself is having to overcome old prejudices and old biases that the actual scientists themselves have, you know. Right. So there, there, there's, there's, you know, they've discovered that empty space is not empty. Right, right. <laughs> and, and there's an invisible field everywhere in the universe that affects our existence, and, 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 and that's what brought us all into being from their perspective. And, and so the skeptics are also still hung up on the idea, this ancient idea, that we astrologers think that the planets are exerting an actual physical influence on us. And that is not it at all. I don't know an astrologer who thinks that way. I, I really don't. If they do, you know, God bless you. But um, I, 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 that just makes, that's never made any sense to me. It's a symbol system. It is a description of an inner process from a deep, rich level, but it's very difficult to explain in a left-brain way. You know, it, it's full of images, it's full of scripts and stories and, 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 and other deeper things. It describes the evolutionary work that the soul has chosen to do in this lifetime, as far as I can tell. And so how do we help the soul do that work? You know, there, there are these enduring psychological patterns that are working in and through the soul, and, and people's personalities hold together in these, you know, in identifiable ways that are both unique and follow a pattern of some kind. So the more understanding we have of those patterns, the more conscious we become, the more conscious we become, the sooner we catch ourselves doing old stuff. Yes, yes, and becoming more mm-hmm. mindful. Yeah, I'm like, oh my God, I'm doing that again. What the heck is the matter with me? <laughs> you know, and, and, and so it... it, it, it it's also, and you know in your work, it's important to be able to give someone permission to change their mind right. so that they can lower their defenses and stop digging their heels into the position they've already staked out. Right. And I love what you do because it helps people see that they have choices. Yeah. And that... And also to help people know what is their purpose in life, you know, yes. I, think, I think that is really important because everybody is looking to say, what am I really supposed to be doing in this lifetime, <laughs> you know, and that's not so easy to figure out. You can try and meditate and, and for you, you know, you had that enlightenment, you know, I was you had so that. lucky, yeah. I was lucky. And, and what you're saying, I think, too, Mar, is that it, it's okay, I'm, I'm an attorney, I'm a doctor, I'm a dentist, I'm I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, 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 a recycler, you know, whatever. Um, what does it mean? You know, the, the, what psychology has lost a lot of that I think is, is a, an increasing problem in the field because we have all the tremendous focus on very valuable cognitive behavioral work. I wouldn't discount that for a minute. But the, the deeper meaning, uh, the, 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 it's metaphysics, you know, right, it's right. deeper meaning. Okay, why is this happening now? What am I doing that isn't working? What in my history is causing this trouble? Those are psychological questions, but they're also soulful yes. questions. There's a deeper vision under there. And, and so we look at these parts of ourselves that a chart describes, and psychology tends to pathologize, and there is a place for, you know, to look at deeply, deeply troubled people, there are times where that's the appropriate intervention for sure, but that, that when we blend astrology and psychology, we can assume that every part of us, you know, like we have that expression, you say, well, part of me wanted to go <laughs> to, the, to the party, another part of me wanted to stay home and read a book. Right, right. That is not a fiction. Right. That's a real inner, that's a conflict needing a resolution. <laughs> right, right, right. You no. Know? 
And, and so we assume from this larger perspective that every part of us has a good intention and every part has value. And so we have, therefore, a strong self-healing ability when and if, if and when, we listen to those parts, give them all a voice. We don't isolate them and say, oh, gosh, it's so awful that I got angry there. It's, well, we all have an anger component. We all have an energy that thrusts out into the world and sometimes shows up as anger. What would I rather do with that energy? Do I want to just keep going like a gerbil in a wheel over the same issue again and again? Right. Or do I want to use that energy to raise it to another level. I want to get along internally better. I want to understand and integrate my the, the, the relationships of all the parts of myself inside and then take that out into the world and move my, my energy there, my relationships with people there into a different level. And, you know, you've worked with people in all kinds of businesses and people talk about <laughs> there's so often an identified person in the office that, oh, God, she's here. Oh, God, he's coming in today, you know, yeah, yeah. that kind of thing. And, and that's very real. And wouldn't it be wonderful if we understood what energy that, and that person understood what energy that person brings into the system yeah. that is so difficult because there is something there believe me as I, many years ago I was working with a lovely woman who uh, was really struggling in quite a difficult and abusive marriage and uh, we were doing some pretty you know basic uh, therapy and decision making about what to do and and she said, but just every time I try to move forward, I swear to God, he just stomps on it. Okay, we understand that in an abusive relationship. That's not unusual. Right. But looking at it astrologically right in front of me, I could see his Saturn conjunctor Mars. Now, that's an astrological term, but when you see that aspect between two charts, those two people still have choices, and if they work well together, there can be a a dynamism and a restructuring of energy between them that becomes very valuable, or one becomes relentlessly in the position of one up on the other one that he has to keep one down. Mm. And it's not that binary. I mean, there are many, you know, there's a a continuum there of of manifestations. But it's that kind of thing. But I looked at it and I said, oh, that's what's going on. Yeah. And then tracing that back into her family, looking at the family dynamics and all of that. And I've certainly had the experience because you can also look at a chart, a birth chart, and see that a certain pattern was triggered at a certain age. Right, right. And, and, and I'll say to somebody, you know, I, I certainly couldn't tell you what I was doing at four years and eight months old, but I just want to put in your unconscious mind right now that this pattern that we are talking about got triggered around this. So there was something that happened in your environment or something that happened to you that, that said, okay, you are working on this issue in this lifetime. And, and it is remarkable to me how many times somebody... Well, they might not remember it that day or that, that evening, but they'll go home, they'll have a dream, or they'll think about it. Like something's opened the door. Right, right. You go and, and think, oh my gosh, that's when my sister was born and my sister was sick. And, and my mother just completely devoted all of her attention to her. And so, you know, you've come to understand that right, right. As, a, as a logical thing for mom to do, but I could look at the chart and see what that felt like. Right. And you right. want to talk about abandonment? Yeah. You know, it's there. So it's that kind of window in to the psyche that, that is, I just find invaluable. And, and it's amazing yeah. how much of a healing can happen when you get yes. that. You know, you yeah. bring it. Yeah. 
up to the forefront because sometimes those things are so buried unconsciously. Absolutely. And then if you see it like that, it's so much, it makes so much sense. And you go, aha, it's one of those aha moments. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and, and, it, and it really happened, you know. And, and again, the, that example just popped into my head of, of, of the, the mother with a sick child that, that was born. And, and, and so again, this here's this older sibling who knows this story very well, completely understands it intellectually. Right. But, but the heart doesn't understand it. The soul got wounded. Right. Now what do we do with that? What, do, what, what purpose can that serve? What sensitivity did that awaken? What is, how does that get triggered again now in a circumstance that doesn't even look like that kind of a circumstance? When, you, when you're in an office and the boss does something and, and it feels like that again. Right, right. And then you can kind of recognize and learn new, t- and that's when yeah. your psychotherapy comes in to help yeah. you learn new tools, that cognitive behavioral therapy and other therapies to say, aha, now we know <laughs> what it is. Now we know we can look at it differently. Now we know we can use some tools that when this happens, how we can react differently, which is just so beautiful. Yeah. But I wanted to mention your book again for people who are driving by and you didn't hear who we're talking to. We are speaking with Hadley Fitzgerald, who is the co-author of this wonderful book, Images of Soul, Reimagining Astrology. So you wrote this with um, Judith, and it's kind of an interesting interchange between you. Why don't you tell a little bit about this book? Well, the book came from um, a correspondence that we had. We had known each other for, oh gosh, about, and been friends and colleagues for about 12 years or so when I was hired to uh, buy a private school for troubled adolescents. It was a residential treatment school for troubled adolescents back in Massachusetts back in the 80s. And, um, and uh, Judith and I were uh, like the only two astrologer therapist people we knew. Um, <laughs> there aren't a lot of those. <laughs> there aren't a lot of those back in the day. You know, we met, I think we met in 74 through, uh, through one of our teachers. And, and um, so when I moved back east, she, and, and this is before email, this is when phone calls were expensive, this is, you know, all that stuff. And, and so it was, she said, oh, my God, what are we going to do? What am I going to do out here all by myself? I said, well, I'm going to be out by myself trying to convince therapists at this school that astrology is a valuable tool. I was hired as an astrology and family systems analyst at the school. Mm-hmm. And um, so I got to do great work there. And, and, you know, when would you ever get to see eight families in a room, three generations of each family, and do group family therapy with astrology with them? It was a remarkable opportunity. Um, and, and, and kind of work. But anyway, we just started writing letters to each other. And, and, that, uh, and we don't have a lot of time. Yeah, We're okay. just about out of time. So that's that. I just wanted to say these letters are really fascinating to each other, and I love it. So we are just, um, just if you want to say one more thing about it, because then it's going to be time to go. Would you believe how fast it went? It was fast. <laughs> so we then, we Judy rediscovered those letters, and we decided we had some material for a book, and we would follow up uh, and expand on the material with email and the idea is to give a very different slant on astrology from a very different perspective using all sorts of other tools and it's and you know, i love some of these testimonials it's one of them says what a feast for mind and soul mm. these letters so i love it i love it 
Hadley, you're just incredible. And I just want to say your book again, Images of Soul, Reimagining Astrology by Hadley Fitzgerald and Judith Hart. Just give your website, and it's really time to go. Hey, it's www.hadleyfitzgerald.com. And uh, there's a contact form there, and you can also reach me at fitzhere2 at aol.com, F-I-T-Z-H-E-R-E, and the numeral 2, aol.com. And we link to the website at Conflict Healing so people can find you. So thank you so much, Hadley, and we we have to talk again. This is wonderful. I look forward to that, Mari. Thanks so much. Okay, my little fellow Sag. Yes, indeed. (laughs) Okay, bye-bye. Bye-bye. You've been listening to KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine and KUCI.org. On the net, I'm Mari Frank. Join us every Monday morning at 8.30 a.m. and visit our website at conflicthealing.com. The opinions and views expressed in this program do not reflect those of KUCI, its management, or the UC Board of Regents.